Um, you, <laughs> in our little practice recording, you had a, you, you surprised me a lot with your take. <laughs> I, I don't hate it, actually. I, I almost I almost agreed with you. So first seed in the NFC is the Packers, so they get a bye week. Second seed in the NFC is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they're going against the seventh seeded Philadelphia Eagles. Do you want to go ahead and explain explain your <laughs> explain listen, yourself? Man, listen, man, listen, man. This first matchup, I'm riled with Philly. Mm. And let me let me just go ahead. Let me break it down to you. Let me let me let, let me let me let me go ahead and just break it down to everybody. Um, I think a, a big problem is that this Bucks locker room is divided. Yeah. I think there's a lot of turmoil going on, and there's a lot of issues going on right now with Bruce Arians. And I think there might be some other issues going on with Bruce Arians and some other players. Um, I think this Antonio Brown scandal is just going to spew onto the team. And it's going to give her a lot of bad morale, just a lot of bad attitudes. A lot of guys are going to be, be pissed off because, you know, obviously they know the story more than we do. Yeah. They know what's going on. So if there's any truth to Antonio Brown's story, you'll see it based on how the players respond in this game and how they're playing and how, you know, how they respond to their coach and how they respond to coaching in the game. Um, obviously Tom Brady came out and said, you know, let's be empathetic towards him. Let's not bash him. So obviously you see where kind of Tom Brady is at with the story. Um, I would say he's kind of probably trying to play neutral, but I think he's more on Antonio Brown's side because, you know, I think there's some truth to Antonio Brown's story where, you know, they were giving him, you know, non-recommended, you know, shots or whatever they were giving him to, you know, mm-hmm. for him to play. And, you know, it's kind of crazy to hear Bruce Arians say that, this was an undocumented injury when before his COVID suspension for the fake COVID card, this is the same ankle he was out for with like two or three weeks. He missed like two or three games because of this ankle injury already. So, um, and he contradicted himself later on. He said, we talked about the ankle. We thought it was good to go. So it's like, so did you what, know about what the ankle? Or did you not know about the ankle? You know, so it's like, kind of like what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Is Antonio Brown crazy? Or is, you know, Bruce Arians kind of, you know, being a, 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 a bad coach and forcing players to play hurt when they have, you know, more games going on later on. Yeah. Um, another thing is that, surprisingly, the Eagles are one of the best running offenses in the NFL. Um, you would go, you want to, you go and look, well, what, who the hell's running the ball? Miles Sanders isn't even having that great of a year. Um, it's, it's, it's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is really playing unbelievable. And it's crazy to me that this front office was even considering getting rid of this guy. Thank you. Um, this Thank is obviously the franchise quarterback. There's no debate. Yep. There's no what, if, ands, buts about it. This is your guy. This yeah. guy took this team, at, honestly, in the beginning of the year, nobody thought the Eagles even had a chance to even make it to the playoffs. They thought, yeah. you know, they're still re- rebuilding. They got a couple more pieces to go. But every week, this guy, Jalen Hurst, just fights. Every game, he just fights, and he finds a way to make these unbelievable plays at his receivers. Um, I would say receiver play has been better now that Devontae Smith is there. Um, it hasn't been the best. Obviously, they're really relying on Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. But um, if other guys like Jalen Rieger or single Whiteside, if they can even do, like, just enough, if they can do just enough to help I think that the Eagles can pull away with this game. Um, I think that the Eagles, by slowing the tempo and dictating the ball and giving the Bucks the least amount of possessions as possible. Yeah. Um, 
I will say, though, this Eagles secondary is kind of scary. Avante Maddox has played a way above his level that anybody ever thought. Darius Slay is playing, you know, to his to his tier. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just the other guys around them. Everybody else is feeding off this energy from these two guys that, you know, who are big, you know, they're big players in the secondary. When you feed off these two, all these other guys that are there, it's like, okay, you know, if they're doing it, you know, we, we can all, we can all, you know, let's get, let's get a little swagger going. Let's feel a little good about ourselves. You know, they're getting stops. We can all get stops. And I think that's what's really going on with this team. I think this team is, has a lot of swag. They come with a lot of, you know, there's a lot of young guys too. There's some vets on the team, which helps. You have vets like Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox is there, um, Darius Slay is there. So you have some veterans that are there to lead these young guys to victory. But these young guys are also giving life to the older guys to, you know, you know, let's 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 fly around, let's have some fun playing football. I think that's the main thing with the Eagles. They're just a young team with a couple vets that are just feeding off each other's energy and it's and it's and it's helping a lot. Yeah. So I think the Eagles like are the trap game of the NFC for the for the Buccaneers. If they don't take them seriously, kind of like they did with the Jets, if they don't take them seriously, it's going to be really rough for them. I know Leonard Fournette's going to come back for the Bucs, and that's going to be pretty huge for them. He's a big part of their uh, offense before he got hurt. If he comes back uh, fully healthy, it's going to change a little. It's going to change some things. Uh, obviously, they lost Antonio Brown. We you know we kind of talked about that a little bit, and Godwin's out for the for the year yeah yeah so really i mean they're relying on guys like mike evans who's obviously really really good brashad perryman um cyril grayson even i mean they you know after that it just kind of falls off of a scotty miller you know it, it, it's it's going to be a little rough but brady's one with less than this yeah, before easily my problem is with the defense this defense is obviously injured They've had uh, a big injuries in the secondary. They've had a couple on the line. And, look, I, I still can't get over that a couple weeks ago. The Jets almost beat them. I mean, genuinely, yeah. like, Michael Carter ran three – he had three carries and ran for 54 yards. Ty, Ty Johnson had five carries for 35. It's, uh, you know, that – you cannot let guys run on you like that, right? Yeah, not at all. It, it's it's going to be a problem – and they're also kind of, you know, I feel like their slot defense is a little, you know, and their secondary in general is a little weak. Uh, the problem is I just don't think the Eagles are good enough to take advantage of this. I think this is going to be a game just like last year's first round with the Bucks, where the football team, like, almost pulled it out. Heineke was just doing everything he could. He was running all over the field, uh, yeah. creating space. I think this is going to be just like that. And so I think it's actually going to be closer than people think. Uh, but I do think the Bucks are going to pull it out in the end. But I would not be surprised if they came in underestimating the Eagles. They kind of let their, they kind of let the noise affect them, and they end up dropping this one just barely or something. I would not be surprised at that. Uh, but at the same time, it's Tom Brady. It's the playoffs. You know, he's worked. He's done more with less. He's always done yeah, more absolutely. So I, it's hard for me to bet against them right now against the Eagles and call big upset like you have. So I'm picking the Bucks to move on. So you got the Eagles, I got the Bucks. Let's move on to the number three seed Cowboys versus the six seed Niners. There's already been trash talk, like a decent bit of trash talk in this. Yeah. But right before this game, which is like, 
random. Like random. I, yeah. Who would think Cowboys 49ers? But um, I think it's because they're just two big market teams. Yeah. They're two legendary teams. And it's like you haven't seen a matchup between these two legendary teams in a long time, especially at this point in the season. So, um, you know, there, there's, there's going to be, you know, some banter here and there. I don't think anything is very – I think it's more so just competitive banter. I don't think it's anything like these guys really don't like each other. I think it's more so like they think they're better and one team thinks, thinks they're better and they're kind of just going back and forth at that point. All but right, so um, who do you got, Cowboys versus Niners? I'm rocking with San Fran. Listen, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the Cowboys. I'm be honest with you. Ooh, okay. Um, I think there's a lot of holes in this team, and a lot of it is in the secondary. Yeah. Listen, you can't have holes in the secondary going against this team with Debo Samuel, George Kittle, and and mm-hmm. other pieces like that showing up. And you know, they have guys like Micah Parsons. You know, they have Diggs which is a little overrated because, you know, this guy's getting with the most receiving yards out of any defensive back in the league. Mind you, his double-digit picks, but I think he's getting up over 1,000 receiving yards this season by himself, yes. which is really bad. So when you have a guy like that going up against a guy like Debo Samuel, who's able to do everything, I mean, this guy literally does everything. He throws touchdowns. He runs touchdowns. He catches patches for a lot of yards. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be hard to stop him. Um, obviously, you saw they struggled against the Raiders on Thanksgiving on live television in front of just almost half the world probably was watching, at least the United States probably watching that game. Um, and, you know, nobody thought at that point that there was a chance for the Raiders to even beat the Cowboys. Everybody thought this was going to be an easy blowout. Cowboys have too many weapons, you know, and I think that's going to be a problem for the Cowboys in the playoffs. They have too many guys who are going to be like, I want to be that guy to win the game for us. And that's the problem. They have too many alpha are dogs you, on this team. So are you alluding to the CD Lamb versus Amari Cooper? Like yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be like they don't – they have too many alphas on this team that's going to cause problems at, in the playoffs because, you know, some guy, somebody's going to want to be the hero. And yeah. if one person – and say Dak trusts CD more and CD messes up, Mark Cooper's like, well, what, you know me. I'm a Mark Cooper. I, everybody knows what I can do in big in big moments. Give me the ball. I've been here for a while. You know what I can do. Everybody knows what I can do. Now, CD's like, listen, I'm the young guy. I, I'm, I'm molding my, my name into this franchise, into this receiving core. I've been doing my thing all year. I want, I want my moment now, you know. So I think it's going to be a problem with who's going to want that big moment in the game. <laughs> And I, and I honestly think that Dak's going to make a lot of mistakes in this game. Um, I think a problem with that is that he's going to get pressured a lot. Um, he hasn't done the best under pressure. Um, but I, I just, I just, I just, I don't know. I'm just not a big believer in this, in this Dallas team. Really. I'm not, I think there's two, they, they have a lot of weapons, but I think there's too many weapons that this is going to cause problems for them later on in the season as of now in the playoffs. And it's just not going to work. I spent a long time thinking about this and it pains me to say it. I really do want to pick the Niners here. I'm just worried about Jimmy G because yeah, like you said, even though Trayvon Diggs has give up a lot of yards, he also gets picks. Like it's kind of a, he's definitely a boomer bust. Like either he's going to yeah. get a pick or he's going to accidentally let up a big, uh, big play. 
if Jimmy G does what Jimmy G does and throws a couple of picks, I think this game could really uh, flip around for the Cowboys. And I think I'm going to pick the Cowboys to just squeak it out. I would not be surprised if the Niners win this game at all. Their defense has been uh, pretty solid. Uh, but really, I mean, their biggest their biggest uh, weapon is Debo Samuel. And I think another sneaky big weapon is actually the Cowboys' lack of experience against yes. good teams recently. The last playoff team they faced, besides the Cardinals, we'll push that game to the side, the last playoff team they faced that's in the playoffs right now was the Raiders back in Thanksgiving. After that, they have faced the Saints the Giants twice, the Washington football team twice, and then the Eagles who sat all their players, right? They have not seen a lot of adversity uh, recently. Recently, I, the, I mean, they choked against the Cardinals who don't even have DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, yeah. that, was a, that's a, that was kind of a big red flag for me. But at the same time, like, I'm just looking at this roster on paper and they just have so many good pieces. Like I feel like one of those, I feel like one of those like ESPN compares that picks the Cowboys to win every year. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think the Cowboys could pull it out. I, I'm really worried about them, but you know what? You're, you're, you're really convincing me to put the, to put the Niners <laughs> in there. Genuinely. I mean, this is, you, you made some very good points about um, their secondary and defense stuff like that in general, but, I mean, at least they have Micah Parsons, and he's been the anchor for their defense. If he yeah. ever goes down, I mean, their defense is going down with him, genuinely. Yeah, I mean, easily. He, yeah, he has done so much for their defense. And I think he does just enough to stop Jimmy G. I think if there was just some other quarterback here, uh, if, if Jimmy G was a slightly better quarterback, I think that they would win it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to very cautiously go to the Cowboys. I don't want to do this. I'm gonna go, but yeah, either look, either they're gonna win this game and like go far, or they're just gonna choke this game, classic cowboys, and just lose and lose out. So uh, I don't know. I feel like this cowboys team has felt different, but at the same time, I'm worried about their lack of recent experience. They haven't really faced many good teams. And then the the I mean the good team they did face, the one good team they did face, the the Cardinals in that stretch, they lost 22 to 25. And that's not a stat you ever want to see. Uh, now, to be fair, I do believe. Oh, actually, CD Lamb wasn't even hurt this game. It, it was he was back. Uh, yeah, it, that's that's concerning. That's but at the same time, like they're they're like a worse Bengals of the of the NFC in my opinion because yeah. they have Michael Gallup, they have Amari Cooper, they have CD Lamb, they have Dalton Schultz, who's actually really separated himself uh, in you know in terms of the receiving core and. Yeah, it's really going to rely on their defense. This is another big thing. What's up? We forgot Michael Gallup is done. Oh, is he done? Michael Gallup, oh, tours, he, tours, right. he, tours, he tours ACL. He tours ACL late, well, late, late in that game. I think it was uh, week what? Was that week like week 10, week 11? You're right. right. No, wait. He's, are you sure? Wait, are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure he came back for – he definitely came back. He came, for, oh, he wait, came wait. back? No, 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 you're right, you're right. He, no, he, it was against the Cardinals. It was against the Cardinals, week 17. He got yeah, hurt, he came got, back, got hurt again. Yeah, he's done. I think Gallup is done. I it think they're fearing. They have Cedric Wilson <laughs> as well. All right, he's been pretty solid. And their line, their offensive line is really good. 
And they also have, they still have Zeke. They still have Tony Pollard. They have, they have so many weapons. It's okay if Gallup goes down, in my opinion. And when Gallup's been down, Dalton Schultz has been that guy. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's going to, I think that's going to help him out a lot. My biggest concern is, is actually not Debo. It's actually George Kittle. George Kittle. I think he's the X factor for the, I definitely, him and Jimmy, like, I think they're the X factor for the, for the Niners. If the, if they can focus on taking Kittle out of the game, they're they're taking away Jimmy G's dump off options and Jimmy honestly a lot of his run after catch options because um, I mean the two biggest guys they have in that offense are George Kittle and Debo Samuel they use Debo in a bunch of different ways and uh, Kittle is mostly just either he's catching a dump off or he's actually taking a, a smaller play and turning into something big with his legs because I mean he's one of the best tight ends in the entire game probably yeah. the best. Uh, and yeah, it's this is just one of the one of the toughest matchups to predict, in my opinion. Either of these teams could win it. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so to wrap that up, you picked the Niners. I went with yep. the Cowboys. I'm probably gonna regret my decision. Let's go to <laughs> the four seeded Rams versus the five seeded Cardinals. I want to kick this one off because I'm taking the Cardinals here in this game. I know they don't have D hop. I know that, you know, they don't have all their weapons, not fully healthy, but I went to that Ravens Rams game. I saw it with my own eyes. This Rams team is not a Super Bowl team. Even if they win this game, they're not moving any further than this, in my opinion, most likely. Uh, I just think that obviously depending on seating and matchups, stuff like that, but the Rams have been so inconsistent yeah and honestly kind of just downright kind of bad against good teams and that's what worries me so much about this matchup right here which staffer are you going to get are you going to get the og lion stafford or are you going to get the um ram stafford the ram stafford has been you know when they're going against bad teams i mean he lights it up cooper cup you know, the one-two punch it's, it's insane right but like when the when the bad Stafford shows up, it's really bad. Yeah, they should not have come close to losing that Ravens game. No, not a, nowhere. Even it shouldn't have even been a battle. But the Ravens hadn't. You know, we had literally in our entire secondary, almost every single starter is out. Like they're just straight up done for the year in our entire secondary. Our line was hurt. We didn't even have Odafe Owe. I mean, I do not know how we were so in that game. I will, I will, I will say I give a lot of props to the Ravens though because they did compete against the Packers too. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it, it, it comes down to that they shouldn't have had trouble with that game, but the Ravens also fought hard like all through this season. So I, it, I, I see, I see where you're going, but you got to give a lot of props to your own squad because they've battled with a lot of teams okay. that they should have easily got blown <laughs> out by, yeah. especially that Packers game. That Packers game, I thought there's no way. This game is anywhere even close. And it was 10 times closer than I even thought it was going to be because, Mike, like, you guys, you guys still have weapons. Even though Lamar goes out, you have all these players that go out. You still have electrifying, electrifying players that are healthy. Mark Andrews is still there. Marquise Brown is still there. Um, Bateman came back, and he was doing his thing. So, you know, you guys still have the weapons to make it happen. Um, Huntley performed way better than anybody probably thought so. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, I I see where you're coming from. Though. I do see where you're coming from. But I think you got to give a lot of props to the Ravens too. They did the, they did the thing this year. I really, I really give it to them. 
yeah, we, we have a big next man up mentality. Uh, but at the same time, we <laughs> we lost so many games. I think we lost like five games in a row with by a margin of eight points. Like, yeah. come on. Like, that's it was just so bad. But it's not just us that they've lost to that they should have won. Uh, I mean, they barely squeaked by the Vikings the week before. Very true. Uh, they barely squeaked by the Seattle Seahawks two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many, you know, they barely squeaked by the Cardinals. I mean, they're barely winning these games that they should be doing way better because they have so much talent. And something that's actually been surprising is that occasionally the run defense will look really bad. Mm-hmm. And Which worries this, me a lot. Yeah. And here's the thing, right? I think every single team in the NFC, I think the NFC is probably the most unpredictable one. If it's not the Bucks moving on, I think it's probably the most unpredictable conference because every team in the NFC is so inconsistent in like every way. Even the Packers, who are the number one seed, yeah, they, they still have like scraped by the skin of their teeth in a few games that they should have definitely blown people out in. Uh, and it's, you know, every single team has a lot, a, a good amount of weaknesses uh, that can be exploited on any given Sunday, right? Absolutely. So I just, yeah, I think it's such a tough game to predict. I got the Cardinals, though. I feel like they're going to be heated. They're really going to want to win this game. They're the underdogs. They know it. Kyler Murray's going to put on a show. And I think we're going to get the bad Stafford. I think that, that that's basically what it relies on. Is, is Stafford going to show up or not? If he doesn't, I'm picking the Cardinals. Yeah. Um. You know, listening to you, like you said, I almost switched. Almost switched. Mm-hmm. Almost switched. But, um, listen, um. This Cardinals team has really deflated from what they were in the first yeah. half of the season. And I think that's a big problem. You can't have such a slump like this going into the playoffs. And at that, I believe, aren't they coming off a loss to Seattle last week with yes. all their guys in? Yeah. So that's a that's a big blow. Um, by no means necessary, they should have lost that game. Um, at that them losing it, them losing that game, put them in this position to be playing the Rams. So I think that their screw ups are gonna are gonna pretty much they're gonna they're gonna pay for them, you know, kind of having this slump, kind of you know just playing bad as a collective, and I, and I and I think the Rams will take it, and I think it won't be the Rams offense dominating so much. I think this will be the Rams defense coming out and showing like listen. This is the elite defense that you guys wanted to see all year. This is who we are. This is what we can do in the playoffs because we just have so much experience. And that's what's going to be the big thing. This Rams team has so much playoff experience mm-hmm. that it's 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 going to be hard to just, you know, just just walk all over them like that. Yeah. Um, are the Cardinals capable to do it? Absolutely. I think the Cardinals are capable to walk over any team because of what Kyle Murray is capable to do with the ball in his hands. But he just hasn't been Kyler Murray as of late, and I think that's a problem because you can't lose your juice based off one guy like D-Hop going down. They have other weapons that are there that are really, like, reliable and able to get the job done. So with D-Hop going down and them kind of taking a big skid like that, mm-hmm. it worries me. It really does. It worries me too, but it's a divisional matchup, and I think anything absolutely. Is- yeah, any uh-huh. anything anything is happening. Anything can happen. I definitely don't see it being a blowout. I think I see this being more of a defensive game, but I see the Rams kind of you know just showing like, 
listen, we are a top tier defense and this is what we can really do when it, when it matters, when it counts, when it needs to be done, when it's one and done. This is the this is the type of level we can play on. We can, you know, we can up we can up the notch a little bit to teams where teams can't really handle it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna regret this pick too, but I I will say I'm stamping my I'm putting my foot down. The Rams are not gonna make the Super Bowl. I can I'm putting my guarantee on that one. Um, even if they even if they win this game, uh, but let's so you pick the Rams, I pick the Cardinals. Second round of the NFC, the Packers come back into the fray. Uh, your lowest seeded team, I believe, is the is the Eagles. Eagles. So I have the Packers versus Eagles. Yes, and I have the Packers versus the Cardinals. That's my lowest seeded team. Who uh, honestly? Okay, I also want to bring up the Niners just in case. Like, like let's say like your um, my prediction, prediction was wrong. Goes. The Bucks yeah. win. Like, let's say they go against the Niners. Are they gonna? Are they gonna get the revenge on the Niners, or would they? Let up all that. Is it is it gonna be like we always see the the Packers just can't get past the Niners? I yeah. don't know what it is with the Niners, but the Packers just can't beat them in the playoffs. No matter what you do, you can pick, you can find any any 49ers team with Aaron Rodgers back there. It's like whenever Aaron Rodgers sees that 49ers jersey, it's like he just turns a completely different player. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what it is with the 49ers, but it's like that's his kryptonite. He cannot beat. The 49ers, and I do not know what it is. I think, yeah, I think that's the, the matchup they don't want to see the most in this second round. Uh, I think they'd be okay with the Rams. I think they would be okay with, uh, I mean, what other team do they match? The Cardinals. Yeah, I, I have them against the Cardinals. I think the Packers beat the Cardinals. Yeah, they, I think they handle the Cardinals, no problem. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be – I don't think it's really going to be much of a contest. I think I say the Packers just straight up blow them out. Uh, which is saying a lot about what I think about the Rams. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I definitely think the Packers take this uh, game against the Cardinals if that matchup ends up happening. The Niners would be – look, if they can get past the Cowboys and their electric offense, I have no clue what's going to happen after that for them. But you got the Eagles. That's a, that's a very interesting matchup right there. Yeah, I, I got it's, – it's easy. I got, I got the Packers. There's no way the Packers lose yeah. the Eagles. Um, there's just too many weapons. Um. But at the same time, right? Like when you least expect it in the playoffs, the, something always happens. Yeah. Something like this always happens, and it's like this team that should not even be there, mm-hmm. let alone even competing like this. They go on. They just take this deep, this deep hunt, this deep uh, playoff push. Mm-hmm. And you know, I hate to say it, this this is kind of reminding me of the Eagles Super Bowl run. It's the same type of record. Ooh. It's the same Are you type of record. Is gonna take over. <laughs> No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that, but it's the same type of record. It's it's you know it's just like the same situation. They're going to come into every game as the underdog, and just I think teams are going to take them too light. Yeah. And they're just coming, and they're just coming with everything they got, every snap of the every snap of the game, and I think that's going to catch a lot of teams off guard. But I just don't think they have enough to beat the Packers. I think the Packers just have way too many weapons. I think this offense is way too good. Aaron Rodgers is playing way too good this year. I don't think he'll end up losing this matchup. Now, in your scenario, if the 49ers do end up making it and Aaron Rodgers has to play the 49ers, then we're talking something different. But in my sake, mm-hmm. I got them beating the Packers. I mean, I got them beating the Eagles. I just think that Aaron Rodgers is going to light them up. Devontae Adams is going to have a field day in the secondary. Um, obviously, you know, Darius Slay is going to be guarding them. 
but I just don't think Darius Slay is the same Darius Slay from Detroit. I think that's where he was before, right? From Detroit, yeah. where he was locking locking dudes up. He he's not. There's no way he's gonna lock down Devontae Adams, and even with safety help, I don't think that's even gonna help because they just move Devontae Adams around so much. You like to run yeah. them in motion and get these quick dump off passes and let them work out in the open field, or they give him these these goal line touches where he just you know one step slant. He gets open because he's such an amazing route runner. It's kind of hard to guard this guy. Um, at that, the, there's this new tight end they have. Um, I don't even know how to say his name. It's like something. Um, the 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 Garda. I don't know. I think that's how you say De- it. I'm not. Deguara. Deguara. This guy's been playing really good. He's he's been playing really well. He's been somebody that Aaron Rodgers can rely on. And I think another big thing is that this 49 this Packers run offense. It's really good. Um, AJ, AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones have been probably the one of the best one-two punches in the league this year. Behind, yeah. behind probably like Chubb and Hunt. This is probably the best one-two punch in the NFL. And it took it him long to enough. Running back commit. Yeah, long enough, finally. But I think this is the probably one of the best running back committees in the NFL. Um, hmm. We obviously saw when Aaron Jones went down, AJ Dillon's running for like 130, 120. He's getting maybe like two, two, one to two touchdowns a game because it's impossible to stop this guy from getting in the end zone on the goal line because he's such a big back. He's such a big bruiser back. And he's kind of elusive too, which is a little yeah. scary. He's kind of capable, you know, a quick, he's a little, he's a little quick titch, quick, quick twitch, but it's also very hard to take this guy down. Um, That's why I was saying, like, I thought they should just let Aaron Jones walk and just rode AJ Dillon all the way. Um, it probably brought, they probably would have brought back Jamal Williams in that scenario as well, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they definitely could have used that extra money on something else that might help them, a linebacker, right? I mean, they have yeah. they have linebacker issues. They have they have big issues against tight ends, and that's something that the I mean, that's why the Ravens game was so close because Mark Andrews was just cooking them the entire game, right? And Dallas Goddard is capable to do that in my yeah. scenario. But that's also why I'm so worried about the um, if the Niners get in that matchup because if the Niners get in that matchup, I mean. George Kittle eat them alive. Yeah, He's it's gonna not, eat them alive. It's not going to be running back this time. It's going to be Kittle that's going to kill him, right? There's going to be something else like that. But it's just for me, the Packers are just so hard to trust. I mean, the recent record, yeah, and all that. And I do want to give props to the Eagles, like you, like you were talking about. If they do make it this far, I mean, that's a honestly, that's a huge success for this season. Um. Their defense, I mean, I said it from the start. I was like, this defense is underrated. I thought they were going to finish second. They they did. They finished second. And I didn't expect them to make playoffs, I'm going to be honest. Uh, but <laughs> I did think they are going to make it second uh, because their defense and because Jalen Hurts. And if they match up against the, the Packers, that's going to be – that could also be a trap game because, like yeah. you said earlier, right, if they take them to – if they let their foot off the gas, they're kind of just like, okay, we're going through the – it's the Eagles. All right, let's just – you know, throw, yeah. throw a few touchdowns and we're done. That's not how it's going to be for them. They're going to be hungry. They're going to be, you know, if they if they get past, if they beat the Bucks, they're going to be on such a high. Like they're, they're they think they it have, can be anybody. So much, yep, for sure. Um, yeah, I just don't think their pass catchers are reliable enough to to win it. I mean, just Jalen Rager alone. I'm sorry, I, I literally watched. I think it was the Eagles Giants game like a few weeks back. I, like where it was so close and down to the wire, the Eagles had the ball. Literally, Jalen Hurts every single throw, hitting dudes in the hands. Goddard, Rager, um, I think I think Smith was out. He was literally hitting dudes in the hands, 
they just could not catch it. And it was so frustrating because it's like he's throwing dimes. I mean, he threw a dime in the end zone to Jalen Rager to win the game. Couldn't catch it. It's like, man, it's, it's, it's tough mentally when you guys aren't catching it because you're like, I know I'm making these throws. I know I'm, I know I'm throwing it. I'm doing everything I can. And you guys just aren't working with me at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what's going to hold the Eagles back the most. If they just had a second, you know, a, a competent one more wide receiver, I think they have a chance to to compete. But I, I just don't trust Jalen Rager as a second option, or honestly, even Quez Watkins. I mean, he's been pretty good when um when he's like he's like he's like a he's like their only number two guy that yeah. he can rely on receiver wise. Obviously, the one two is Devontae and Goddard, but mm-hmm. if you know Goddard isn't open. He somewhat can rely on Quez Watkins. I wouldn't say he can fully rely on him, but he's just another guy that's like, he's just a speedster that adds him to this offense. That's another thing. This offense is this, these receivers have so much speed, but these guys just have brick hands, man. If these, if these guys could just catch these passes that Jalen Hurts is throwing to them, this offense would be electric because there's so much speed at the quarterback position. There's a lot of speed at the running back position, and there's so much speed at this receiver position. I think they have four four guys at every receiver at every single receiver. It's like sub four four. I think Devontae Smith four four. Riegers, I think it's like I think he's a four five. I think he's like sub four four, like four five, like one four five zero. Of course, Watkins is obviously four four. We've seen it early on in the year. This guy's just way too fast. So you know, it, it they have a lot of speed in this receiving core, but these guys just can't catch for their lives yeah all right i think that's enough about the packers and all their possible scenarios uh they better pray the the cowboys win in that game (laughs) really better um i could i could really just could see that happening now i'm almost tempted to just change my entire (laughs) nfc and just (laughs) i don't even know who i would have in the super bowl at that if the packers go down let's move on so i have the Number two bucks versus the number four Cowboys as my other uh, game. And you have your uh, number six Niners versus you have the Rams, right? Number four Rams. Yeah. Okay. Um, so who do you got Rams uh, versus Niners? Who would win that game for you? Um, I'm taking Niners. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I like, I, think, I like it. I, I think that um, it will be a big problem for – the Rams defense. Um, I think the offense will, you know, do enough, but I think that their defense is not going to be able to stop George Kittle, Debo Samuel. And I think in this game, it'll be Elijah Mitchell who will take over this game and he'll have another, I don't think he'll have a Raheem Mostert game, but I think he'll have a big like 150, 160, possibly like a touchdown or two, and maybe a couple catches out of the backfield that'll take over this game. It'll be a really hard for this Rams to kind of, you know, just to stop them and control them. Um, I also think that the 49ers defense, I think their pass rush is going to cause a lot of problems to Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that they really need to be worried about. And as we all know, this is the division game. It's crazy to think that three teams in this division, that in the scenario that they can just end up playing two division games back to back, but um yeah I, I i just don't i think that the rams are going to get worn out from playing these division playoff games and that the niners are going to come in i don't think it'll be a cakewalk but i think they'll edge out a win in this game 
I like the pick, honestly. I'm starting to regret my bracket now on the NFC <laughs> side. You know what? Because I think the the way you're selling the Niners right now, bro, it's like I want to ride them to the bowl too. <laughs> <laughs> my my only issue is just that it's just that Jimmy G is so inconsistent, right? Yeah. It's like what Jimmy G are you are you gonna get the the two years ago Jimmy G that took him to the bowl, or are you gonna get the uh, Jimmy G that's, that's going to throw like four picks and then like throw for like 200 yards. Like it's, it, it's really a toss up for what you're going to get from Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, but yeah, in your scenario, I probably would pick the Niners. I think that would be a close game. Honestly, with the Rams, I mean, it's just, it's going to come down to how they can guard George Kittle. If, if they can't contain George Kittle, like it's not going to be a pretty game for them. And uh, this is the thing. This is the thing. For them to contain George Kittle, Jalen Ramsey has to guard him. Yeah. But if Jalen Ramsey's guarding George Kittle, who's, who's on Debo? guarding Debo Samuel? Yeah. That's the problem. So they don't have – like, they have a good secondary, but they don't have a good number two guy to yeah. stop another big-time player on this offense. That's the problem. Yeah, it's really relying on Jalen Ramsey. I mean, even, even Tyler Huntley was throwing on this team. I know he threw a pick late, but, like, if Tyler – only throwing on your team like that's a little uh, and you're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender that's a little you know it's a little sketchy <laughs> yeah and this is this is what I hate about the NFC it's just this could go so many, many different ways. ways actually I I love it because it could go so many different ways because all these teams are inconsistent in their own special way and it's it's going to be fun to see who's going to be the most consistent, consistent team, team. I think the most consistent team is going to be the one that comes out of the NFC yeah, in general. Absolutely. Uh, but I have the number two Bucks versus the number three Cowboys. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to run the Cowboys. I know. I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Cowboys. Oh, I hate man. I hate myself for this, but I got to do it. I just think they're going to get revenge from, from week one. That game was crazy. And uh, the thing is, though, uh, they are banged up. The, the Buccaneers are banged up now in their secondary. They had a they had a fully healthy secondary for most of the game, which kind of led them to win it. Uh, and honestly, that game in week one, I know so much has happened, right? But that game in week one was solely decided on, like, who got the ball last. Yeah. And if it's that close in this game, I'm just going to take the 50-50 coin flip. I'm just going to say, you know what, maybe the Cowboys actually do it this time. Cowboys fans, I know you're happy to, to hear this. I'm not happy. I will, I will tell you that. Uh, but I do think the Cowboys have the capability, if they play to their full potential, to take this game. It's not going to be by a lot. It's going to be by maybe three, maybe two. Maybe maybe it's even one point. Maybe they go for a two-point conversion and the end of the game. I wouldn't know anything about converting two-point conversions, but – <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm picking the Cowboys there. You're and so my NFC me. championship is the Packers Cowboys and your NFC championship is the Niners versus the Packers. Right. And we just talked about how, how much damage the Niners can do if they just keep throwing to George Kittle. Right. We just talked yeah. about did, did that change your mind at all? Or are you going with who I think you're going with? I'm probably you're. I'm probably I'm 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 sticking to it. Listen. Okay, go for it. This is a Rod's year. Listen, man. Last I, dance. I, 
I, th- I think this is the last dance. I think like mm-hmm. we all expected. Um, he's came out. He's he's on fire this year. Um, I think he's well deserving of the MVP. Do I think he'll win it? I don't know. They might give it to somebody else. It's possible. But I think if anybody's deserving to win MVP this year, it's definitely Aaron Rodgers. Definitely Aaron Rodgers for sure, 1,000%. Um, this guy has lift, lifted this team to just be way, way better than what anybody probably expected. And, you know, a lot of it is coming from this defense is performing really well. Um, they're causing a lot of turnovers, and they're getting a lot of turnovers turning into touchdowns. They're, taking a lot, they're getting a lot of pick sixes, a lot of fumble recoveries, just a lot, a lot of just, you know, un- just not normal things for a package defense. Mm-hmm. That's, they're really, that's really happening right now. And, you know, one guy that's really showing up in the secondary that's been bounced around a lot this season, Rasul Douglas. Rasul Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna shout him out, Eric Stokes. Yeah, well, Eric Stokes. Yeah, the rookie, the rookie guy from uh, Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's been pretty well, but Rasul Douglas. I mean, he just revived his career completely. Um, I think he's definitely. I wouldn't. I don't know if he's earned a payday, but I think he's definitely earned a extension with the with the Packers for at least another year or two. You know who else is coming back for the Packers? Jair Alexander. Yeah, and this you know changes is, a lot. Is is the Darius Smith healthy now? I, I I think he is. And Bakhtiari's back too, so are they getting all their big hitters back? I think so. Yeah, yeah. This this is this is listen. This is the year. This is the time because this Packers defense has been performing without their big hitters. Jair, guess who just yeah? Guess who just returned to practice? Darius Smith this week. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Well, listen. If there's if there's any year for them to make it happen, this yeah. is the year. This is this is the I, I think this is the final hoorah. Yeah. Possibly Aaron Rodgers might stay for another year. Maybe they rekindle the relationship. Mm, I, don't up, I don't know. It's up in the air. But um, I I think I think this is the year the Packers get it done. I think this yeah. is the year they, they they make the Super Bowl push. They finally go back, and you know we'll we'll, we'll say we'll save the rest for later. Yeah, so I have the Packers-Cowboys. I'm going with the Packers as well. I think, honestly, like I, I said, the, the team that's going to come out of here is going to be the most consistent. I think the Packers could do that, especially with their guys returning. I know I'm terrified. I'm mortified of the the inevitable, or what it feels like it's inevitable, the NFC Championship loss for Aaron Rodgers. That's that's kind of what, that's on everyone's mind right now, but – like you said, if there's any year that he's going to overcome that, it's going to be this year. This year, they have so many pieces on offense, on defense. This team should be the favorites to get to the Super Bowl in this scenario. And I mean, it's going to be it's going to be fun if they get there. It's going to be fun seeing Aaron Rodgers in his last ride. Um, and I want to be honest, I still haven't decided my Super Bowl winner. <laughs> like I've I've been wrestling with it for so long, and I just still can't decide. Um, so I'm just going to, let's go back over who we picked for a Super Bowl. So you had the Bills in the bowl and they're going against the Packers. I have the Bengals in the Super Bowl and they're going against the Packers. You go first and then I'll make up my mind right now. (laughs) All right. Listen, I'm riding with Aaron Rodgers, man. I really am. Um, I, I, we, but we, we were saying this early on in the year. That this is going to be the year. This is the last dance. He's going to go all out. He's going to go for the Gonzo. 
he's he's going for it. I think, and at that, this is another thing. Aaron Rodgers has been playing on a fractured toe all year, and he's been playing elite. And they said, I think they said maybe like a day or two ago that he's back to one hundred percent. That this this fractured toe is healed, so there's no injury, there's no lingering, there's nothing. So this leads me to think. Are we going to get a more mobile Aaron Rodgers? Because if that's the case, that's going to be a whole nother scenario that's going to cause problems for a lot of defenses. Because if Aaron Rodgers is going to run and take off, you have to worry about it. Because I hate to say it, the man got wheels a little bit. He does. He's not afraid to run. He's not afraid to you know, show his wheels a little bit. He can move a little bit. Um, and I think that becomes a big issue for a lot of teams that if Aaron Rodgers is not going to just sit in the pocket and you think that you're just going to you know, pile in, and just jump on him, you got another thing coming. Cause I think he'll just take off and he'll make whatever needs to happen happen to win. Um, do I think they blow out this Bills team? No. I think that this is gonna come down to Matt LaFour and Aaron Rodgers making a really good game plan with the yeah. offense. I think that this Bills offense is not gonna get stopped by this package defense. But I think they're capable to make them to have them make a couple mistakes. Um, do I think that it'll be like interceptions? No, but I think it'll be like third down conversions that you see that you that you've seen the Bills make all year. They'll yeah. make mishaps because the for the Packers are gonna get them something funky that they haven't seen all year. That they're gonna just you know, Josh Allen's gonna make a misread. He's probably gonna try to throw like a quick dump off. There's mm-hmm. gonna be somebody there that's playing both, like the flat who's playing, you know, kind of like a, a drag, and he's also playing the dump off of the running back. So I think that's going to be a big problem with a lot with, the, with, with them. Um, do I think that the Packers can, you know, just completely shut them out and, you know, just upset, just, just prove everybody wrong that this is an elite defense and that they can just stop this high-power offense? No, I don't think that's I – don't, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that's possible. But um, – I, I think they squeeze this one out. I think it'll be a good game. I think this will be the probably a more entertaining Super Bowl in a long time. I think the last time since was that the Chiefs and was that Rams that they were Chiefs going back Niners? and forth. Chiefs Niners, yeah, that's what it was. They went kind of back and forth like kind of the whole game. I mm-hmm. think it'll be that type of Super Bowl if it comes down to Bills and Packers. I think it'll be that type of game. Okay, in your scenario, I would agree. I would also pick the Packers to win there. I think there's just so many pieces in the secondary. Uh, for Josh Allen to throw interceptions to. And he's prone to that once in a while where it like if they fall in love with throwing the ball again, like we've been saying. He'll make a mistake. Yep, he'll make, uh, I think, a few mistakes. Yeah. And that'll lead to good field position. That'll lead to, at the very least, field goals and points on the board in general for the Packers. And I think the Packers do take that. I'm still, I'm still wrestling with the Bengals versus the Packers here because my thing is, even though like the, the Bengals have so many weapons, I feel like the Packers fully healthy, like their secondary can mostly match the it's Bengals receive. Right. And so that worries me. What doesn't worry me is Joe Mixon. I think he'll probably eat in this game. Uh, I think, you know, at times, even though the run defense has improved for the Packers, I still think at times they they kind of show flashes of like, ooh, like that was a really bad run they just gave up, right? Yeah. Uh, and they'll have games like that. 
so it's it's really it's it's tough for me to decide uh i i think i think originally i was thinking maybe the Bengals pull it out but now like i've now we've been talking about it like i've kind of talked myself into just like on paper the the packers just seem better in almost every facet like they have a better run yeah. game they have just as good of a quarterback if not better probably better um they have you know i think their lines are about the same i'd say their all lines are about the same uh although the packers you know they they're, they're a little inconsistent with their line um their defense i think the packers have a better defense uh in general so I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it to the Packers. I'm gonna give it to the Packers, and I'll say it's gonna be like a three point game. But I would yeah, not be surprised. Nice. I would not be surprised if Joe Burrow puts on a show, and if it comes down to it, and he pulls out his LSU bag, and he just goes nuts. They have a good chance to win this game. It's all gonna depend on how much can they contain Jamar Chase because he's kind of the key to this offense. Yeah, if they can if they can keep him under control and not get him fired up like the Chiefs did, mm-hmm. uh, if they can just keep him under wraps, they have a good chance to pull this out. And I think uh, obviously the experience is more on the Packers side. Although I think in this in this scenario, I think the hype would be on the Bengals side, especially mm-hmm. if they come through and they knock out the Chiefs or the Bills, whoever gets there, they are going to be laser focused on trying to win this and Joe Burrow with the cigar. I mean, I can picture Classic. it in my head. I can just picture you can, it in my head. You can, you, know, you can see it happening. Yeah. Him with standing in a, in a locker room. Like, they're, they're, they're in there celebrating his cigar on. They're in there, you know, they're listening to music. He's in there bumping with them. He's just, he's, he's having a good time. He's enjoying it. I can see it for sure. All right. You know what? Because you picked the Packers, I'm just going to be that guy. I'm just going to pick the Bengals. Screw it. Uh, I think they can do it. I think they can do it. And I'm going to be rooting for the Bengals in these playoffs, even though we're rivals. Uh, they have a fun team. They have a young team. And it's fun to see them succeed, even though they, they destroyed us. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you when, when you're healthy. All right, Mr. Burrow, we'll see you when we're healthy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, I think that's that's about it. So, final, basically, fi- final thing. You have the Bills, Packers, Super Bowl, Packers winning. I have the Bengals, Packers, Super Bowl, and reluctantly have the Bengals winning. Thank you all for watching. If you watched this far, please leave a like, subscribe, tell your friends, do something because we've been rattling on for like an hour and a half. Leave a comment too. Let us know what you guys think. Exactly. Tell us, tell us who's going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> tell us, the, tell me how the Cowboys are going to choke in the first round or how <laughs> the Bengals are just going to throw t- 20 picks and lose to the Packers. I don't know. Do what you do in the comments if, if you please. If you listen to this on like an audio platform, Jump on over to our YouTube. We have uh, our faces there. We have other content there as well. We actually have more diverse content uh, on our YouTube and more short form content if you uh, are interested in that. But thank you all for watching. This is going to be a heck of a video to edit. <laughs> uh, I will see. We, we, I've been Bert. Say. We will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for watching. And we are back. Officially. Are back. Welcome yeah. back, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Goodbye.